the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here, joined by the good sir, Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Fade the Noise podcast. Uh, outside of a couple of games, uh, the Cincinnati Bengals and Las Vegas Raiders being one of them, the other one being the Cowboys and the San Francisco 49ers, it's been a bit of a snooze fest, a lot of blowouts here in this NFL Super Wild Card weekend, but we got a capper, and we got two familiar foes on this first ever Monday night affair in the NFL postseason, as, of course, between the Los Angeles Rams and the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, the prior matchups were comfortably in the 50s in terms of total points, Lundy. Uh, and right now at DraftKings Sportsbook, well, I'm putting these odds uh, at, uh, the line has come down a little bit. So Arizona now catching three and a half. So the Rams get minus three and a half with a total of 49 and a half. Uh, gaze into your crystal ball, amigo, because I know you're riding a <laughs> heater right now. <laughs> Let's hope that continues to burn brightly. So, folks, uh, you might want to tail Lundy. Uh, because well, he has been quite the soothsayer. So what do you got for me? In this uh, except I'm, I'm scared shitless now, Brad. That's the problem. Because <laughs> this weekend was an absolute heater for for me, especially with the same game parlays. Uh, but uh, with this one, I'm going to take the uh, – I, I call it the Stafford factor. Uh, that's what I referred to it as on uh, my television show on You Bet Tonight. Because dude just can't stop throwing the ball to the other team over the course of the last four weeks. Uh, and so because of that, I am actually going to go against the grain and I am going to take the under mm. on the 49 and a half with this one. You're, you're talking about Kyler Murray, who uh, right now is averaging less than seven yards per attempt. Um, and that's not his thing. You know, he's not a he's not an uncork it and launch it down the field type of guy. Um, but you combine that with the fact that it wouldn't surprise me if. Uh, part of what McVay has planned uh, for this game, Brad, is to keep Stafford from throwing damn picks in three playoff games in his career. And granted, it was with the Lions, but in three playoff games in his career, he's got four touchdowns and three picks. Um, this is he keeps throwing it to the wrong team. And I, it wouldn't surprise me if maybe we see a little bit more of a ground game out of the Rams um, where McVay quietly and silently tries to keep Stafford from screwing this thing up. <laughs> and because of that, we hit the under. So I, my favorite uh, in terms of the line or the spread, uh, I'm, I'm on the under on the 49 and a half. Uh, I am definitely going to zig uh, from your zag there. Oh, I, I knew you would. Like I said, I, everybody should stop following me now because I'm sure my heater <laughs> is over. Well, listen, man, I, if you nail this one, then I'm just going to tail your bets into perpetuity it, until the wheels uh, fall off your gold-plated Cadillac uh, that you're currently behind the wheel of. But I think this game is going to be back into the 50s. Hell, it could approach 60. I think this is going to be one of the highest-scoring affairs of the weekend. Uh, Dallas and San Francisco did not live up to that billing. Uh, right now, the pace setter in that category is pretty much the Buffalo Bills alone, <laughs> right? Uh, and Kansas City and Pittsburgh, of course, yesterday has the highest total. But, um, you know, is it going to be a, a bonanza, a buffet of points? Uh, eh, I think it's going to be close. I got a 3127. Uh, so I'm going to take the over, and I got Arizona. Uh, taking this thing straight up. So, obviously, I, I'll take them on the money line, and I will take them very much at the plus three and a half or the plus four, what I grabbed them at earlier this week. All right, with those predictions put to bed, let's get to it on this MLK Monday. 
with another Fade 5. Number 5. All right, Lundy, we got all kinds of day basketball. Of course, we've got uh, the affair tonight over the primetime lights. And we're going to get to some of the action in bonus time on the hardwood. That's going to be played later on in the day. But let's zero in right now on the player props market associated uh, with this uh, end-weaker matchup between the Arizona Cardinals and the Los Angeles Rams. And I'm going to go deep. So deep it may put your butt to sleep, uh, to quote the inimitable Ice Cube. Uh, and I'm going to take Antoine Wesley to score a touchdown, a touchdown, anytime TD, at 4-1 to one odds at DraftKings Sportsbook. So plus 400. You look at Wesley. Remember, no DeAndre Hopkins, so he's going to be working primarily outside. He's not killing it in the box score in terms of receptions. He's not killing the box score in terms of yards. But he is finding the end zone with consistent uh, consistency. Three TDs in his last three games. He's got nine red zone targets of his 19 total over the last three weeks. So when the Docks of the Desert... Gets inside the 20-yard line. He's looking in the direction of a guy who's six foot four and has a wingspan of a condor. Uh, the Rams only gave up eight wide receiver touchdowns in the regular season, and he's go though get a lot of Darius Williams in coverage, who's probably the weakest link of this secondary for LAR. He's given up a 100.1 pass rating, 65.4 catch rate, and three total touchdowns to his assignment. So if you want to chuck a Hail Mary. And score, you know, a nice little plus odds anytime touchdown. Antoine Wesley is my selection again at four to one. Uh, Lundy, are you willing to run that streak route and climb the ladder? Hopefully, pull that sucker down on a fifty-yard bomb at the buzzer. What do you say, Brad? You want to uh, you want to have some fun live on the podcast? Sure, let's do it. Okay, so you got plus four hundred sitting at DK, right? Yep. Okay, Antoine Wesley at FanDuel for an anytime touchdown is plus 290. Mm. Not nearly as good, right? No. Bet MGM is plus 550. <laughs> you may want to uh you may want to log in here while yes. uh, yours yes. truly yeah. rambles <laughs> for a little bit uh because that is I mean <laughs> Bet MGM is giving you almost double the payout that FanDuel is. Yeah, FanDuel that's, that's plus wild. 290. 400 at DraftKings, 550. So this is not like a, this isn't, you know, you know, breaking out the hammer. This isn't a multi-unit bet or anything like that, because this is a little bit of a Hail Mary. But at plus 550, you don't have to hammer it to have a good payday. So I don't know whether he's going to splash six or not. He's not my favorite anytime touchdown for tonight. I'll tell you what that one is in bonus time. But um, at, at these odds, oh, hell yeah. For a guy that's seeing those kind of red zone targets and the touchdowns that he's had, I would jump on this one. Yeah, no doubt about it. And again, Shop around. This is what we constantly preach until we're blue in the face here on the Fade the Noise podcast. Lundy unearthed an even added value to the 4-1 to one odds at DraftKings plus 550 for that Wesley anytime TD. Number four. All right, moving on. Uh, let's work in another player prop for this marquee matchup tonight. Uh, and I'm going to go with the over on Matthew Stafford. 272.5 pass yards, minus 115. Pull this one from Caesars Sportsbook. Uh, it's going to be tight. Tight. Uh, though he did cruise past this in the two prior matchups against Arizona, 280 yards in week four, 
287 yards in the rematch in week 14. And in the rubber match, I think he'd be able to get back into the 280s and comfortably so. Look, Stafford, we know that he says F it and chucks it down the field early and often. That's why he's number one and completed air yards on the season. He was also number 11 in deep ball completion percentage. And when you have the arsenal that he has and the nuclear weapons and Cooper Cup and Odell Beckham Jr. and Van Jefferson and Tyler Higby has really come on strong, I think you'd be able to get the job done. However, only three times in the regular season, passers went over this number. And remember, Stafford owns two of those performances. The other one was Jimmy Garoppolo, who got over this 272.5 pass yards threshold. As Arizona gave up just 6.89 pass yards per attempt and 226.6 pass yards per game in the regular season to opposing gunslingers. So cocked, locked, and loaded I think Stafford pops off and, again, gets over this 272.5 pass yards mark. Now, Lundy, you're on the under. Are you fading me here? No, actually, I'm not. I, I This this prop I'm actually on uh, with the 275.5. I just have this I, – I know I'm under on the total, but I just have this feeling that at least – uh, maybe initially, because again, we're talking about two teams that have now about to play each other for the third time. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we saw that same kind of uh, scenario when we were looking at uh, Buffalo and New England. Um, it, and, you know, I, I feel like sometimes you get like a team will jump out. Maybe they figured out the game script. I'm not sure that that's going to be the case for either of these coaches. So I see the ball moving between the twenties. I'm just not convinced that there's going to be a lot of scoring. That's all. Um, but I do like him on the over with this total because uh, again, he's surrounded by those weapons. Does he try to take a long shot down the field? Maybe uh, that's where he could get burned, as I was talking about with his interceptions that he's thrown in the playoffs uh, previously, as well as what he's done over the last few games. But I think this number is too low for him. I don't know if he hits the 300 mark, but I definitely think he hits this 272. All right, Stafford. Grip it and rip it, baby. Number three. All right, moving on here. The player price market for Cardinals and Rammies. Uh, part three. I'm going to take the under on Christian Kirk. Four and a half receptions. That's juiced up. Uh, minus 135 right now at DraftKings. They look at Kirk. He has been under uh, just one time on four and a half receptions in his last four games. But in the two prior matchups against the Rams, uh, 28 routes run, one target, one catch for five yards back in week four. Then in the rematch in week 14, 33 routes run, six targets, which is closer to a season average, Three receptions for 86 and no TD. Uh, Interestingly here, Lundy, and I would never have guessed this, the Rams had the fourth most receptions allowed to the wide receiver position in the regular season. But I suspect that Kirk probably going to get a heavy dose of Jalen Ramsey in coverage and mano-a-mano situations in this one. And we know that Ramsey, one of the premier lockdown DBs in the NFL, giving up a 74.4 passer rating, 63.4 catch rate or catch percentage uh, to his assignment. So uh, I I just don't see Kirk getting to five. I think he's going to max out at four and ultimately uh, more than likely lined up with three receptions in this game. So Captain Kirk... Uh, is he going to blast off here into warp speed, Lundy, on the over or the under? Again, I'm signing with the under four and a half receptions, minus 135 at DraftKings. I, bleh. This is one of the lines I don't like. Um, I'll be honest with you. I would not be doing uh, his receptions prop. I do have him in a same gamer for you, though, coming up. Um, mm. I, I, I think he finishes with four. 
Um, so I'll take the under if we're if we're doing feet to the fire. But this is actually this receptions prop is one um, that I'm honestly kind of looking to stay away from uh, just because of the potential of Ramsey, the kind of up and down nature that he's had against um, the Rams in terms of, you know, as you said, he's got one catch. He's got three, um, you know, end of season game, which is really hard to, to count against Seattle, that that random ass game uh, where he had two. <laughs> right. um, you know, I mean, I, week 18, I kind of throw out of the uh, throw out. So, you know, can he get lucky and maybe catch a couple, you know, catch uh, either a, a different matchup or something where he can get away from Ramsey? Maybe. Um, so feet to the fire, I'll take the under. But this is actually a prop that I would um, that I would pass on if I if that were an option. But you don't give me that option because uh, you're a jerk. Yeah, I'm 100 percent a jerk and you can't sit your ass in the fence and you didn't. You picked a side. I picked a side. Somewhat I picked reluctantly. A side. But, but I'm, yeah, but I'm but I'm reluctant with it, which, uh, you know, I, I had a few of those props over the weekend that I was like, man, I got to stay away from this one. Uh, and I, and frankly, I'm kind of glad I did because I probably prevented an ulcer. Uh, well, yeah. And you would have uh, extinguished your heater. So well done, my friend. Uh, again, unders and emphatically so on Christian Kirk catches. Stay tuned for my top selections and Monday Night Football and the Super Wild Card Weekend Ender Plus bonus time in the NHL, NBA, and college hoops. Number two. All right, let's get back after it. And inside SoFi Stadium, Zach Ertz is going to do a lot of damage in multiple categories except for one. I'm going to take the under on 19 and a half yards uh, for the longest catch at minus 115 at DraftKings. Uh, Lundy, Zach Ertz uh, did finish the NFL regular season number eight among plus-size targets in total air yards, but he was number 24 in yards per target at 6.8 and number 20 among tight ends in yards per catch at 10.3. Only three times, three, that's it, has he gone over this longest yards uh, for uh, as long as catch in yards, I should say, with Kyler Murray at the controls and only seven times in total as a member of the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, the last time he went over this, uh, he's actually only been over it once since Thanksgiving, the week before Thanksgiving on 11-21. So, again, you follow the recent trends. Uh, you follow the fact that him and Kyler Murray typ- uh, typically nickel and dime the opposition in the short to intermediate field. Uh, I don't think he's going to get a massive chunk gain and, and into the 20-yard range on a single catch. So, feed or follow Zach Ertz under 19.5 yards, longest reception, minus 115 at DK. I do like this one. Uh, I will not straddle. I will absolutely follow on this one because you pointed out what he's done since Thanksgiving. This is look plenty of targets, uh, plenty of options for him. He's going to have, he's going to have plenty of, I just don't know how he gets to 20 yards. He's rumbling, rumbling, rumbling down the field. You know, I mean, I just, I think that he can even get some yak and not hit this number. Um, So I, I think we're comfortably under this one, Brad, I bet you his longest catch finishes somewhere around 12 or 13. Yeah, I think that's exactly right. Again, it's a whole lot of dump offs, in between the hash marks between Murray and Ertz, and expect that trend to continue tonight against LAR. Number one. All right, last and certainly not least, let's go to my top player prop play on the board, and it is Sony Michelle. Uh, and I'm going to take the over at 55.5 a rush yard. So Nichols across the board, and if you take the over, it could make you some serious dimes. Now, look, I know Cam Akers is going to have a role. I did talk to Jordan Rodriguez, though, 
uh, late last week. She works at the Athletics. She covers the LA Rams beat. And my radio partner, Senior Fun Buns, Brandon Funson, you know, asked Jordan about uh, the expectant uh, workload for Cam Akers. She goes, "Look, guys, he's going to be eased in. You know, they, they may cut him loose a little bit, but don't expect anything more like you know, probably seven to nine attempts." in this game against Arizona. What does that tell you? This is still Sonny Michelle's backfield. And if you saw it week 18, I think that gives you a decent indication of where Sean McVay's head is at when it comes to Akers and Michelle's usage. In that game uh, against San Francisco, uh, Michelle logged 79.7% of the team's snaps, had 21 rush attempts overall. Now, the last time he faced Arizona, that was in week 14. He had the 20 carries for 71 yards. And I think he's going to be anywhere between 15 to 18 rush attempts in this one. If he gets that kind of volume, Lundy, uh, I think he's going to race past this number, finish somewhere in the 60s overall as Arizona has given up 85.7 rush yards per game, 4.37 yards per carry. 13 rushers in total have gone over this number against them this season. And Michelle's been decent, you know, whether if you're looking at uh, the surface numbers, the advanced analytics, uh, in terms of the latter category, 2.87 yards after contact per attempt and forcing a missed tackle 18.3% of the time. So, my friend, are you shivering in your sneakers about Cam Akers eating into the workload? Or are you going to ride Michelle with me on this is a multi-unit bet for your boy on that over 55.5 rush yards. Minus 115 to bet MGM. Fade or follow. You scare me when you start doing multi-unit stuff. Because <laughs> it's yeah. like, oh, it's a kiss confidence level. Brad's stepping up, getting cocky. You know, yep. he's, you know, he he thinks just because he had a workout that he can walk around shirtless by the pool. Nope, I mean, he's nope. just nobody wants getting, to see this bird out of its cage, Lenny. Getting way too cocky, but okay. I'll uh, I'll roll with you on this one just because of the fact that you do have a little bit of cockiness. And look, I, I told you, I you know, I had a good weekend. So, you know, I got a little bit of house money to play with. So maybe I chase a couple of these with you just to see if they manage to pay off. What do you think? Oh, why the hell not? Uh, let's try right? to continue to make that heater burn brightly, my friend. And let's do that as well in some other sports. It's bonus time. What else you got for me on this MLK day? Well, obviously, it's going to depend to a certain extent, folks, on when you're listening to the podcast today, because there are a ton of day games, as is usually the case here uh, in honor of Martin Luther King Jr. Day. So uh, if you're listening and you get a chance to jump on, some of these are later tonight, so you can try to take advantage of them. Uh, Let me give you a a couple of picks uh, on the ice uh, where we have had a lot of success over the course of the last few days. Uh, The Avalanche will be playing a day game. They're hosting the Minnesota Wild. I'm taking Colorado in regulation because they are a heavy favorite on the money line if you take them on the 60 minute line you can bring that money line down to a minus 140 uh these two teams have actually played seven straight times without going to overtime so i feel pretty good about colorado to take care of that one within regulation the blackhawks are on the road they will take on the seattle kraken um chicago's won four straight surprisingly uh they continue to be a little bit of a jekyll and hyde uh team but i think that the uh the uh, uh kraken will uh, be cracked uh, <laughs> uh, by the Blackhawks tonight. So I will take Chicago on the money line there. And then I mentioned uh, that I had a, a, a 
favorite anytime touchdown for tonight. Yes. Folks, this is another one to shop around at at FanDuel. It is a plus 120 over at BetMGM. It is a plus 150. Uh, and that's for OBJ for another mm. anytime touchdown. Uh, so I'm going to throw OBJ out there just because of the consistency that he has had in terms of red zone targets um, with Matthew Stafford. So uh, give me that one at a plus 150. Speaking of Mr. Stafford, it's a minus 120 for him to throw a pick, y'all. Uh, again, he's got eight of them in the last four games and in his three previous playoff appearances. He also has three picks, so I think he is good for one. And last but not least, I told you, the heater that I am on is on same-game parlays. Folks, I hit six of them in total over the weekend. Wow. Uh, so chances are I am going to come crashing down face first. <laughs> and if I do, I know which leg of this one is going to screw us. But this is a nice, simple one. It's only a payday of a plus 180. But again, I believe in these simple ones. That's what I was hitting over the weekend, so I'm going to stick with it. OBJ to have three catches or more. Tyler Higby to have have three catches or more Kyler Murray to have 225 or more in passing yards and Christian Kirk at 35 plus receiving yards by the way that's the leg I'm nervous about that payout would be a plus 180 oh I like that one quite a bit and I'm gonna work in some SGPs of my own and oh, why the hell not let's just do it right now uh so going back to this Monday night affair uh let's do an SGP give me Cam Akers under 44 and a half rush yards. Again, I, I just don't think the volume is going to be there. Probably a maximum of nine attempts in this game. Give me Kyler Murray over 34 and a half rush yards. Oh, yeah, the docks in the desert got to scurry those little legs. Uh, he's been over that total in three straight and went over in both regular season matchups against the Rams. And then you mentioned it, Stafford. He is a magnet for INTs. He throws a pick. So Akers under 44 and a half rush yards. Kyler over 34 and a half rush yards. And Stafford throws an INT. That's three to one odds. Plus 300 at DraftKings Sportsbook. Oh, how about another SGP, shall we? Cooper Cup. Now, I got this earlier in the week, uh, 95 plus yards, and I'm going to slap it together with Tyler Higby, 25 plus yards. I got that at plus 125. Now, the 95 yards is no longer available at DraftKings. Uh, you could still get this, though, at plus odds, and you can get it at a lower threshold for Cup at 90 or more yards with the same Higby, 25 plus yards. That's still plus 100. If you want to go up to 100 or more yards and Higby at 25 plus, it's plus 130. Now, Cup is had at least 95 yards in 12 consecutive games. He split right down the middle with Arizona, had 123 in the last matchup, just 5 for 64, which I think it was his worst game of the season. In the first matchup, Higby has come on strong. A Lions roar here down the stretch of the box score. Uh, he has caught, uh, let's see, out of his 29 targets the last four weeks, he has been over this 25 yards mark in each of those games. And his only matchup really this season against the Cards, because he only played in one of the contests, four for 36 back in week four. All right, let's go to the world of college basketball, shall we? Give me the Nebraska Cornhuskers plus nine at home against Indiana. Now, Nebraska's lost a, a couple of tight and hotly contested games at home this season in Big Ten action. In overtime, yes, this was in overtime. They lost by a dozen to Ohio State. And then against my Illini, Illinois had to you know, string together a solid four minutes late to slam the door on the Huskers. Uh, they, Illinois, won that one by 10. Now, Indiana, not the caliber of the Buckeyes, not the caliber of the Illini. 
Uh, and yeah, Nebraska's just atrocious, puke-inducing in pretty much every single category imaginable. They're dead last in the Big Ten in offensive and defensive efficiency, second to last in offensive rebounding percentage and defensive rebounding percentage. Trace Jackson Davis will be a problem for Nebraska in this one. But uh, here's the deal. Indiana's 0-4 away this season with losses at Syracuse, Wisconsin, Penn State, and Iowa. So those struggles on the road I think are going to be exacerbated in Lincoln tonight, just too many points. Indiana gets the win, but I think this they win this thing by six to eight points, and we score the cover with Nebraska plus the nine. And finally, in the NBA, give me the over on Grayson Allen, 11.5 points at plus 100 against the Atlanta Hawks. Allen's been over this in three of his last four. This month, he has jacked up 11.5 shots per game, and 8.3 of those have come from Three-point land, Atlanta, one of the worst defensive teams in the NBA, number 29, adjusted defensive efficiency, number 26, and three-point percentage D. I think he gets at least a dozen points in the box score does the Milwaukee Buck and former Dukey, again, at plus 100. And there you have it. That is a wrap on this Monday and special MLK edition of the Feed the Noise podcast. Please follow Lundy on Twitter at Nate Lundy. Follow me there at Noisy Cuevas. Drop us a rating and a review if you enjoy this podcast. And until next time, feed or follow. That is up to you. Feed the noise.